Welcome to the Reaching New Heights podcast. I'm Megan Gallagher, author, speaker, and mental health advocate. Each week, I'll be sitting down with a new guest. We'll dive into their life story and we'll get to see how they reached new heights. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast, Reaching New Heights, with me, Megan Gallagher. Today, I am joined by the wonderful, the incredible Chad Tepper. Can you who, say that again? That was awesome. <laughs> the amazing, the magnificent, the incredible Mr. Chad Tepper. He is known for his blossoming music career and online presence. Chad Thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, no worries. Thank you for having me. And uh, I came for the water, so I appreciate yes. that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I have nothing like some free water. Mm. Um, so thank you for being here today. I really would love to know just how, where did you grow up and what inspired you to get involved in music? And did you have a moment growing up? Was it an influence in your family or did you just have... A kind of epiphany one day or what was it like man how much time do we have <laughs> <laughs> music music is like everything to me down to my core mm-hmm. um when i was younger i had a very very horrible childhood i went through some like crazy 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 stuff um i'm sorry it, it but it made me who i am today and um not to get too much into it but mm-hmm. uh i was homeless for seven years with my mom my dad and my two brothers wow and um my dad was like a big, big, big fan of like classic music, you know, yeah. like 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, like all like the the great music yeah. from the past. So we would always listen to the radio mm-hmm. or I would always, you know, uh, listen to CDs or tapes or different things. And um, my dad always wanted to be a singer. My dad has such a great voice, yeah. but he never knew how to pursue it. Yeah. And that's a problem with like a lot of people nowadays. Like they're very good at something. They're talented, they're passionate, but they don't know the next steps of like how, like, cause how do you, you know what I mean? So like, true. How, like, how do you get in front of a producer? How do you do this? How do you do that? And it's very, very difficult. Um, so I got very into music. And then when I was in, um, Middle school and high school, you know, I was extremely poor. Like, we lived in a trailer. Like, I come wow. from, like, really, really hard times. And, like, I had no friends. I was always picked on. I was always, like, the weird dude. Yeah. And, like, growing up in Florida, like, I was super artsy. Like, I would paint and I would yeah, sing yeah, yeah. and I would act. And, like, in Florida, like, people, like, go hunting and they fish and, like, they go to, like, the beach. And yes. it's just, like, comp- I was in a completely different world than yeah. where I was supposed to be yeah. at. And, um... So music was always a great escape for me. Like when I just wanted to get out of my head, I would listen to music and it just really, really helped me. And I fell in love with what music does. Music, people don't really realize this, but like music helps so many people in so many different times. Like you can put on a song and you could be depressed and then instantly you're happy. Isn't it crazy? It's nuts. Yeah. 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 And it's just like, for, for me, music was always my happy place. Like as soon as I got out of school, Boom, CD player on. I would listen to music like yeah. all day and all night and I would never stop. And it just like turned into something where I would sing all the time and I would rap all the time. And I would like, even when I was like younger in like ninth and 10th grade, I would, I used to be a pro skateboarder and uh, oh I turned gosh. pro when I was 19 years old. What? Yeah. So I used to go <laughs> to the skate incredible. park. Yeah. Yeah. So I used to go to the skate park like all the time. And when I first started skating, uh, you know, on a Saturday night, like in a small town, 
everybody would come to the skate park and they'd be like yeah. hot girls that would be there and you were like trying to skate to impress them and different yes. things <laughs> and a lot of my friends were like want to be rappers so like we would have like rap battles mm-hmm. with like a big group of people in front of us and like i was i wish i had video of that because i was so horrible right 100 right and at that moment i started i was like well i really love music but like growing up in a very poor small town like what's how do you become a musician like that doesn't exist and then yeah. I started going to like more shows and experiencing a, a live, a live, I, I started experiencing like live music and I was like, whoa, this is the coolest thing like in the entire world. And the the craziest thing that's ever happened to me in my life is when I was younger and I was homeless with my dad, I'm like trying not to cry right now. Um, I, yeah. we went to, there's this place called the House of Blues. It's in Florida. Yeah. 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 And uh, we would we would like stay in our car near there because my dad worked at the convention center there. Mm-hmm. Um, and some like weekends we would walk around like the house of blues area. Cause it was like a big like festival area where they had yeah. like food and drinks and all that stuff. And me and my dad would sit in front of the doors and listen to people playing live music inside because mm-hmm. we couldn't afford to go in. Mm-hmm. And then you fast forward, uh, 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then I sold out that same venue. Mm-hmm. and like that and my mom and my brother were up like in like the, the side stage like up, to, yeah. up in the rafters like yeah, watching yeah. me perform in front of you know three thousand people and it was so surreal because literally you go back 10 years and i was in front of the doors listening to live music outside because i couldn't afford to get in and then you fast forward and i'm selling out the same venue like it's That's... It's, it's insane i mean i i just feel like those moments they're so magical and they're so full circle and it just shows you i mean whatever you want to believe in if it's god if it's universe source higher power you know something there's just like a way that the law of attraction things happen just full circle manifesting it's like that was your destiny and i'm sure for you you're just it's those pinch me this is real life it's it's wild i i had i had a dream five years ago and i always have random dreams i had a dream that i was on stage performing in front of like ten thousand people and at that point i never recorded a song yeah. i was never in the studio yeah. i never took music seriously and then i fast forwarded and i literally had it was, it was insane i was in boston massachusetts and we sold out this venue it was like five thousand people mm-hmm. And I literally closed my eyes before, cause they like said my name and I came out and I had my eyes closed and I walked down, I saw the crowd and I closed my eyes. And as soon as the song dropped, I opened my eyes and it was the same vision that I had from this dream. Like it was Whoa. the craziest thing in the world. So like a lot of people would take that like, oh, you can see the future. But what I really think it is, it's manifesting your own destiny and showing that you can do anything you want in your life. So many yes. people don't be- really believe in themselves. And it's just like, if you don't believe in yourself, how is everyone else going to take you serious? How is everyone yeah. else going to believe yeah. in you? So it's just like, it's the same thing with Jim Carrey. Like Jim Carrey wrote a check Love for him. five. Yeah, he's, yep. he's, he's amazing. I know. Wrote a check for $5 million up on Mahalo Drive. And then, you know, I bet all his friends are like, you're never going to cash that. There's no yes, way. A couple yes. years later, he's casted in Dumb and Dumber. And he's like I the biggest movie star. Yes. Like, yeah. So people really need, what I really believe in being successful is you have to really believe in yourself, know your value, know that you're going to make it happen and don't ever stop. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you can do anything you want. That's so powerful. And I mean, I love Jim Carrey and I love that story of just the power of you can literally achieve anything with 
the right mindset and the right attitude and the way that you speak to yourself and I believe how you treat other people and I I do believe in just karma and there's a way that things happen like if you just work hard but I wanted to go back because what you said about music and I just related to that so much because when I was growing up I experienced horrible anxiety. Like uh, same, yeah. Crippling panic attacks. I would every day in middle school, high school, call my mom. You know, it would reach um, fifth period, the fifth class in the day, and I would just kind of feel, you know, Megan, I can't do this. And I'd ask the teacher, can I go to the bathroom? And I would literally, you know, bolt out. The tears are streaming. And it was so embarrassing. And I just would ask my school nurse, um, hey, you know, I'm kind of feeling how I felt yesterday. <laughs> and... I think I'm having, I have the stomach flu. I feel hot and shaky and she was so confused. And I just, I felt so embarrassed and just alone with it. And I remember my mom would say, Megan, you're, you're doing this to yourself though. You are creating the thoughts that are making you have the, the chemical physical reaction. And I never understood it until I noticed Wow. I mean, you know, when I'm in school, I feel this way. And then when I go home or when I'm dancing around my room listening to music, all of my worries melt away. And there's just there's no such thing as time or I just think musical music and dancing and singing are so powerful. And that's why I personally love being on stage. And it just it's always been an escape for me. Yeah. Music is definitely a gift from God. One hundred percent, because um it's so weird because what I always tell people is what I do for a living doing social media and singing and doing music, I want to help you escape from your day-to-day life. Yeah. Even if it's for 10 seconds, two minutes, three yeah. minutes, like yeah. I want you to laugh and forget about all your worries and all the bull crap you got to deal with and just mm-hmm. take a breath and relax. But the anxiety thing that you were talking about, I don't share this with a lot of people, but I have had the worst anxiety ever for I started when I was about 10 years old Mm -hmm. and it went to I even get attacks now and like these these anxiety attacks are so bad where like my whole body shuts down I get blurred vision my hands go numb yes I feel like an outer body I can't speak yes like but the wild thing is like I would go into the doctor and I'd be like hey this is happening. I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like I'm being possessed. Like, it's so weird. Like, I can't speak. I can't see. I can't walk. Like, I throw up. My whole body's numb. Like, what's going on? And the doctors had no idea what was wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And it's so weird because uh, I was watching Jersey Shore when I was a kid. I was younger. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) shout out, Jersey Shore. (laughs) You know, it's so crazy. I met all of them when I was at the VMAs like two years ago. No. they were cool. They're cool dudes. But, I love Mike the situation. I he talks openly he got a about situation. Yeah, I, oh my God. <laughs> that dude's a. Uh, I was gonna say God. He's a legend. That dude's a legend. Shout out Jersey Shore. <laughs> no, but uh, Vinny was talking about anxiety, and that's the first time I've actually yes. heard about anxiety. And I was like, wait, anxiety's a thing? Like, what is it? And I started researching it. And like, yes. so we need to be able to speak about anxiety for the next generation. Yes, and we need to tell them that this is what's going on, and like. You know, some people can't control it and some people need to be on a medication or something to calm yes, down. Yeah. And for me, what what I've noticed recently is like whenever I feel like an attack coming on, I start 
just so, like taking deep breaths yeah. and like I'll drink like a chamomile tea and like I'll just start meditating and being like, okay, everything's gonna be all right. Everything's I gonna love be right. that. Everything's gonna be right. And like I had to figure that out on my own because when I went to the doctors, they were trying to put me like on Xanax and all these horrible drugs. Yes. And I don't want anything bad in my system. You know, some people need to have that of to course. be able to live a normal life. Of but course. I knew that that's the path I didn't want to go down. I didn't want to be addicted to something where I needed it to live because I was on medication when I was younger. And if I didn't have a pill every day, my body would go numb. And I felt like it's scary. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. So I didn't want to depend on something, you know, and that was giving me more anxiety that I was like, I need this to live. Yes. Like if I don't take this pill right now, like yes. I'm going to, Oh, I, I, I might die. Like, yes. I don't want that in my life. So I've learned to somewhat overconquer my anxiety attacks and, the other day I was in Target and I was walking around and like Target. Oh, I, have, uh, I have so many panic attacks. Yeah, Target oh, and like the, the Walmarts and the Costco's, uh, the Ikea's where you're like, is there an exit? Yeah. How, far, uh, how big is the store? Well, the worst for me is like people like come up to me like all the time and uh, they're like, hey, what's up, bro? Yeah, what's up? What's yeah, up? Yeah. And uh, this dude like came up to me. He's like, what's up, bro? He's like, I watch all your videos and stuff, man. I heard your music. Like, what does your mom think about your tattoos? Like, she's got to be like embarrassed about your, your face tattoos. And I was just like, what? Right. And it, it just hit me in a different way where I was like, whoa, like, right. Get the fuck away from me, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I, I like walked away and he kept like staring at me from far away. And then I just like, boom, went right into like a panic attack. Just triggered. And yeah. it was just like, and then I was walking around like the toy section. Yeah. To try to relax a little bit. And like these kids kept coming up to me. And like, luckily I was like, uh, with, uh, with a special person that was like helping me feel better. But you know, she was just like, you know, what's going on? Like she, you know, sometimes it's hard to explain anxiety and what you're going through to people that aren't going through the same thing. Cause it's a very, very weird thing, you know? It is weird. And I mean, it's just, I think anxiety in my own experience, you know, I went from just, I think anyone with anxiety, you feel like you're the only one feeling mm. it and going through it. And it's, it's one of those scary things where you're trying to put it into words. And, you know, I kind of feel like I'm dying. I kind of feel like I'm having this. And I, I mean, I Googled one time the list of, you know, possible symptoms of anxiety. It's literally 400. Like crazy. your big toe can go numb. You can get a headache. Oh, your man. eyes can twitch. Your throat can kind of feel like it's closing up. And I mean, I've had so many, because it, for me, it runs in my family. So I've had so many relatives who, you know, would go to the ER and be like, no, I'm, you need, I'm dying. I need something. Yeah. Please, please. And the doctor's like, why don't we just calm down for a second? Because are you actually, you know, having something or do you think you are? Because if you think you are, you're like just the way that anxiety works, that fight or flight response. Yep. If you think you're going to feel a certain way, then you're going to feel that way. If you anticipate So true. It. It's so true. What I've noticed in the past before, when I feel an anxiety attack coming on, if I start to like really freak out, yes. it just skyrockets. Yes. Like it gets, it gets so, so, so bad. And it's just like you literally need to just find an escape. Yes. And just don't think about it. Know that you're going to be okay. But it's just like sometimes you need something to get out of that anxiety attack. Like you really, really do. And like it's... It's crazy to say, but I've uh, been using CBD oil. That's amazing. And, and like, I was so against like, you know, using different things to help my anxiety. Yes. But the CBD oil is insane. Like it has like no THC, like it's no bad stuff. It's just mm -hmm. like natural ingredients. And it really. I love CBD stuff. CBD yes. stuff has been helping <laughs> me so much with my anxiety. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. I don't know. You, you said you like believe in it, but it, CBD has 100% changed my life with my anxiety. And it's the 
the wildest thing I've ever experienced ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. That's amazing. Um, when you, where did you grow up again? I grew up in Orlando, Florida. Orlando. Amazing. When you kind of came out to LA or just in your career, did you have a moment when you felt like you made it or something happened and something clicked and you felt like you kind of like leveled up and you're like, oh my gosh, I mean, my dreams are coming true. Like, is there a moment where you just had that like, whoa, yeah, I made it. Yeah. I've, I've had a few of those that were like really crazy, but in that moment I felt like I made it, but in my eyes, I will never make it. <laughs> like I have so many like goals and dreams. Yes. I want to do that. Yeah. I'm going to be like 90 years old and be like, <laughs> I'm going to win a Grammy. <laughs> like I'm never stopping. Like I'll be on my deathbed and be like, I got to put something out, bro. I got to yes. put something out. But, uh, yeah, uh, when I first moved out here, uh, this girl, Amanda, was – I was going through a bunch of stuff at home. I found out my dad was dying of a brain tumor. I was married awesome. super young, and she was leaving me, and she's like, you're never going to do anything with your life. You need to pursue something else. You need to go to college because this acting music thing is never going to work. And, like, I was like, okay. Right. Well, this is horrible. Right. And then, uh, and then I was like, I'm moving to L.A. And right. my mom's like, I don't think you should move to L.A. Like, and I was like, Why? And she's like, your dad's really sick, and he's probably going to die soon. And I was like, fucking great, bro. Let us let me get some more pain. Let me just hit me one more time. Baby. Right, right. And it was, like, horrible. so horrible. And um, I, I stayed with my dad for a couple of months, saved up some money. I went and worked as a janitor at Dillard's, like, cleaning bathrooms. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I needed more money, so I went to a, a gay bar, and I was a shirtless bartender. Like, no <laughs> lie. People, like, don't even know that. I did that, I did that for, like, a month to make it's money. It's hustle. Oh, my like, God. I made so much money. It was yeah. crazy. That's so incredible. I moved out to L.A. with – I bought my plane ticket. I paid some money to my mom and my dad, and then I moved out here with, like, $700. And I lived on a couch. This girl's like, come out here. Like, I believe you could do great things out here. I have a couch you can sleep on. Slept on a couch for about a year, and then I moved into my friend's one-bedroom apartment. I lived in the living room for two years, mm -hmm. and I worked at a coffee shop. And, like, the whole time I was working at coffee shops, I was going to auditions for TV shows and movies and commercials. And I would book, like, little things here and there. And, yeah. Um, and then I would book, like, a few things that would make some money, but... I was working at this coffee shop and my manager was like, you keep calling out for auditions. You keep doing this and that. You've been at this coffee shop for a couple of years now. You don't want to lose this opportunity. Right. Like if you call out one more time, I'm going to fire you. Right. Like, trust me. Like, I think you, you're talented, but I don't think you're going to make it. And I don't think that you should waste your time and give up a great job like this for your dreams. Like just, just a, just a like, hater, you bro. negative yeah, energy so, vampire. But there's so many people like that. And, oh. and like, you know, I told her on the phone, I was like, yeah, yeah, I understand, I understand. And then, but at that time, my social media was growing and growing. Yes. At that time, I think I was at like 100,000 followers and it kept wow. going and going and going. And then- um, You're like, I'm on a one-way train. Yeah, but, but people, still didn't, people still didn't believe it. And I quite didn't understand what all these followers really meant. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand because- there's so many people with millions and millions of followers that are completely broke because they don't know how to monetize or they're not good businessmen. Right. Th like business business people. Sorry, my bad. 2020. Um, <laughs> they, they don't they don't know how to run a business. They don't know how to really be successful. You know, you yes. can be super famous and be super broke. Like I 
I literally loaned so much money to so many of my friends that you think would be super rich. And I like, never realized it's that. It's wild. It's wild. And there, I mean, I mean, nothing negative about it, but yeah. I just personally never realized, like, as I'm growing my following, there's just, you know, ways to be smart and to follow your passions, of course, but to make money in creative ways and to really be adamant about it, though. Yeah, it's it's wild. What, what I've noticed is you want to have multiple sources of income. Yes. So... I I had this catchphrase, uh, don't come for me, that I would I would say all the time, like on social media. So I came up with t-shirts that had an alien ship on the back, said, don't come for me. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to sell a lot, but let me just put them up on my Instagram, yes. swipe up and see yes. what they sell. Yes. So I was still working at the coffee shop. I had about $100 in my name. And I get a call from the people that are helping me sell these shirts. And mm-hmm. they're like, yo, man, like, you're selling a lot of shirts. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? And he's like, bro, you've sold a lot of shirts. And yes. I was like, okay, like, when when is my check coming in? How much is it? Yeah. And he's like, bro, you have a check for 20 grand. And I was like, what? $20,000? Yeah. My my, my, wow. my, my my jaw dropped. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, don't play with me, bro. And he's like, yeah. no, bro, like, you sold a lot of T-shirts. And wow. I was like, and these t-shirts were like $20. So like, I don't even know how many I sold. Like, like I don't know, thousands. Like, yeah. it's wild. And uh, literally, uh, I had this event the next day that I was doing with, uh, this is when I was like hanging out with Jake Paul. I don't know yeah. if you know Jake Paul. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I was doing this charity event the next day. And I literally had a job that I had to do at the coffee shop the next day. And Jake was like, bro, what do you want to do? Do you want to come to this event? you want to go to coffee shop? And then I got that phone call. And I, I literally called my manager. I was like, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember when you said, like, I wasn't going to do anything? Well, like, I'm telling you right now, I quit. And, like, you need to stop being so negative to people because mm-hmm. I, what I just made in a day is what I would make in two or three years. Right. So I was like, so don't tell people they can't chase their dreams. Or don't and, like, project your negativity <sighs> onto other people because maybe you're unhappy in your own yeah. life. Do you know what's so crazy? Sometimes I go in that coffee shop just to, like, reground myself because sometimes sometimes I get super like out there you know like if I make a lot of money one day or like if I'm super successful in something that I do or if I do something big like you know I don't ever want to have an ego I don't want to ever think I'm better than anybody so I I like to go back to where I came from and get get grounded and like realize that I'm a real human and like I'm not better than anybody I'm the same yeah so I go in there (laughs) yeah this is the best part and uh (laughs) She is still working there, mm. and I walk in. She's like, hi, Chad. How are you? Mm. I see you're doing great. Mm. And I was like, I'm doing fantastic. Um, I wow. ordered a drink, and I tipped her $100. And Good for you. Yeah, yeah. you know what? Forward. And, like, I always uh, – I don't know. I was going to tip more, but, like, my, my girl was just like, you know what? Like, she was so rude to you. Like, don't even bother that. But right. it's just so crazy that people that want to put you down that don't see what you see – and people it's, that yeah. can't make the jump because to be successful in life, you have to make a jump at one point in your life. Yes. You have to say, yes. you know what? I don't care if I lose everything. I don't care if I die tomorrow. Yes. I'm going to jump for this ledge. Yeah. And I'm going to make my dream. Yes. And no one's going to stop yeah. me. Not gravity. Not not the world. No no one's going to grab onto me right. and stop me. Yeah. I'm going to keep going. There could be 5,000 people holding me back. I but it's that. not going to stop me. And. It's just people need to realize that that there's always going to be people that hate their lives that want to bring you down yeah. because they can't do what you're doing. And you just have to say, you know what, have a great day and be positive about it. Because 
if you lower yourself to their level, you're 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 not you're not. It's just like you're as bad as they are. I see right. so many people that like go die. I hate you. You're you're untalented. You're this. You're that. And I'm like, I hope you have a great day. You know, because there's obviously something wrong with you. You know, oh, all of Crazy. that. I mean, it's so true. And in my own journey, I mean, I'm sure. Everyone, and I know for a fact that I've learned this, everyone, when you're following your dreams, everyone has their own unique journey and their own unique path of how they get to where they are. And I truly believe that everything does happen for a reason. And even when you feel alone or you're just being overwhelmed and bombarded by other people's opinions or you're worried, you know, what are my parents going to think? What is that person going to think? What is, oh my gosh, am I doing it right? Am I enough? Am I just take a breath and like what you said it's so powerful the going back to your roots and regrounding yourself and thinking i i love doing that all the time when i feel you know i'm being triggered or i get caught up in kind of the am i enough is am i gonna it's like megan girl <laughs> come on girl, bring back this. bring the leash back <laughs> in and think you know what would 16 year old megan think I, I, I really, it sounds weird, but I sometimes will literally just look through old pictures of myself just to make that connection of like, you have look to. at how far you've come, Megan, yep. and be pumped up about yourself. Don't you, like, you, you have to do that. And like when I go and I reconnect with myself, like I rode the bus for years. Like yeah. now I have two Mercedes. Like it's, it's wild, bro. It's just, it's so crazy because you know, your day-to-day -day life, you're just like, oh, da, 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 da. Yeah. this is normal. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to eat a Nobu. Da, 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 da. I'm just going to go to fucking Fendi and buy whatever I want. Yes. Da, 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 da. Yeah. You're just in this normal life now because this is your lifestyle now. Wow. But if you look back, it's like, like I, I, I talked to my girl about this and I was just like, four years ago, like I had like $3 in my bank account. Like, and I would eat like ramen noodles. Like, how do you go from that to like, it's just it's 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 nutty. It's it's like the craziest. It's the craziest thing. Like I looked at my Postmates like history mm -hmm. on my phone, mm -hmm. and like I spend, I don't say, ten or fifteen thousand dollars a month on Postmates, and it's just right. like that's what I would make in like two years, a couple of years ago, and it's like I'm spending it on Postmates, and it's just it's so wild because like. Money, money can mean so many things. Money can mean I'm gonna go buy an expensive car, or money can be freedom, or money right, can be right, right, right. happiness. Like, in in my opinion, I think if you spend money on stuff that helps you, like for for me, I'm super busy, so I don't have time to cook. Yeah. So, me ordering Postmates helps me make more money because yes. the time of me cooking yes. and going grocery yes. shopping and all this BS. Yeah. I can be making music or yes. I can be finding out my next business idea or doing this or working harder, Yeah, you know, and it's the same thing with like, you know, I have a puppy and I have somebody come walk my dog twice a day, mm -hmm. which is like some people are like, bro, that's such a waste of money. But if he's like, bro, that's an hour, two hours a day right. that I could be, you know, doing something better to make more money where I can just pay somebody $30 to walk my dog. And it's like, I'm creating a job for them. I'm giving them money and I have more time to make more money. So it's just. I, I saw this Gary V interview and he said the the to be successful there's two major things you need to do. Mm -hmm. Forget about what everybody has to say about you. Oh, and number it's two, so hard though. So it's so to hard. really like yeah. practice every day. Like when you're uh Megan, what did Gary V say? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, oh. So forget what everybody has to say about you because it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. And number two, stop spending money on stupid. And it's so true. How many how, how many times are you like, mm -hmm. oh, I need this ring. Oh, I need this. Mm -hmm. Like, I went to an estate sale the other day, 
And this this lady, like she obviously lived in this house for like probably like 50, 60 years, and right. like she passed away. And now all these people are like rummaging through her stuff and taking everything. Yes. And, like, what people need to realize is, when you die, you don't take anything but your soul. Mm-hmm. So why are you not investing into your soul and being a better Ooh. person? And yeah. that's like that, that's the only thing you take with you. Yeah. So why are you not trying to be a better person and investing in who you are? Love so many it. people are like, I want a Lamborghini, I want a Ferrari, soulful I want this. investment. Yeah, it's yeah. just like I, you know, when when I when I pass away, I want people to be like, whoa, you know, he made a few mistakes, but he was a, he was a good guy. He always he always tried to help everybody. Like, right. I just want to be the best person that I can ever be for everybody, for myself, for God, for for the world. Right. Like, and people, more people should be like that. You know, it's just like you see these like multi billionaires. And they're just such horrible, horrible people, and they don't care about anybody. And it's like I have a, I have some very, 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 very rich family members in, in my family. Mm-hmm. You guys just, just I'm not gonna say names, but Google Tepper and then put billionaire, yeah, and you, you'll see some <laughs> stuff. Um, but a, a lot of these rich people, they have no heart or soul, and they really right. don't care about anybody. It's just like, do you really need thirty billion dollars for what? For right. what? Right. It's just like I, I understand that people work hard, but if I ever get to the point where I have over like ten, twenty million dollars, yeah, I'm gonna give that away. Yeah, I don't need any of that. If I have a couple million to give to my kids, you know, and like I can live for the rest of my life and be happy, like what else do you need? Right. Like there's there's people right now that can't eat, that can't, they they have nothing. It's just like, and and I get it. Like you've worked hard for your money, but mm-hmm. billions, bro, you don't need billions of dollars. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's my opinion, but. I Take love it. it. Yeah. I think it's just so powerful to remember as, you know, just throughout life and how we grow. And it's just the things that we go through really shape us. And now I just am so proud of myself to look back and be like, oh, my gosh, Megan, you overcame so much. And um, it's just it's been such a humbling experience just meeting so many different types of people and hearing their journeys. And I, I agree, though, it's just about I mean, Talking about all this, it literally reminds me of this really quick story. When I was in high school, I did a community service trip to Fiji. And it was at the time of my anxiety was at its worst. And I was like, Mom, I feel like I'm dying all the time. And she's like, Megan, you're going to go outside your comfort zone. <laughs> We're going to send you to Fiji for a month. We love you. It's amazing. It's safe. But you just crazy. Need, you know, what I mean, you just need something really outside your comfort yeah. zone to give you some perspective. It's we love you, but you need to do it for yourself. Change my life. Because in Fiji, I mean you know they had no iphones like it was just the biggest at 16 i was like wait and my i had no anxiety at the time and all my worries kind of melted away and it was just such a refreshing mindset of as i mean as long as you're really doing what you're passionate about and it's not about the money or the fame or the anything it's just you you will feel like for me i feel like i'm on cloud nine every single day come on because all I've ever wanted to do my whole entire life is just help other people and especially awesome. give back to teenagers and share, you know, my story and how I got to where I am and what exact, no phony baloney, like what real steps I took to get better. Therapy, EFT tapping, EMDR, uh, meditation and all these breathwork techniques and yoga and it's just just spreading, you know, the knowledge that yeah. young people and teenagers, they just need to be educated on. Yeah, it's uh life is a trip, bro. Life yeah. life is a trip, but what my dad used to always say is you need to wake up and enjoy every single second because it's such a beautiful gift. And oh. the biggest thing that I've mm-hmm. learned is 
you know, everybody has, everybody has, everybody, everybody has, I can't even speak. There's everybody has somebody in their life that's toxic or, you know, that they don't want to be around. I like the word energy vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you just feel drained. You just feel drained. You know, it's like either somebody you work with, a next door neighbor, you know, ex girlfriend, ex boyfriend, (laughs) whatever it is. Like, if there's somebody negative in your life that brings you down and gives you anxiety, it's like sometimes you feel like, that's never going to go away. And like you're trying to like make them feel better and try to make yourself feel better. And then that makes better. you feel more anxious because yeah. you're like, wait, <sighs> they're, it's, they're never going to change. So I'm forever in this yep. cycle. And how am I going to get myself out of it? But I think the biggest thing is really enjoy every second. And honestly, yeah. it when you're – I look at so many people that like – I was super bullied in high school and I hated a lot of people that I went to high school with. Mm-hmm. And they made such a huge impact in my life day to day. Like, I yeah. was like, oh, I hate these yeah. kids. Yeah. But then it's like, I went to my hometown uh, a year ago, and this dude came up to me. He's like, oh, what's up, man? Remember me? And he's like, he has like a kid now, and he's like, <sighs> like super, like, like trying to like kiss and be really nice. That's and da, a da, trip. Da, da. <laughs> it's such a trip, but it's just like, I've had so many people that I've, I've hated so much because they've done so much damage to me. Right. But what I've realized now as I get older is, who cares? It's just like if I would have learned back then that these people have no effect on me, right. it would have changed my whole life. And now I have so many people that are so negative or so bad right. to me to this day yeah. that do bad things to yeah. me. And then I'm just like, you know what? Who cares? Like, screw this person. That's fine, bro. Go do whatever you got to do. Yeah. I'm going to do me. Yeah. And the thing you talked about like with karma, karma is the realest thing I've ever experienced because I've done so many bad things in my life. And I've been so good for the past five months. Like I, it's amazing. I am completely sober. That's for amazing. The past three months, like I don't do anything. Yeah. Um, I'm really clearing my mind, clearing my conscience, doing it. everything that I need to do right, and my life is like going in such an amazing direction. That's amazing. I'm waking up happy. I'm. I'm. I used to be so depressed. And it's just like. It's so weird if you just let a little bit of light into you, like what oh. it can really do. Yeah. It's yeah, wild. yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Um. So we were talking about anxiety and I kind of wanted to circle back because for me, when I was just struggling so much as a teenager and just from what we've talked about, I feel like we can relate on that page of just struggling and external circumstances and people and environments and toxic relationships. Um, One thing I had a therapist in high school and I feel so lucky that I found her because we clicked right away and I felt so comfortable around her. She taught me something called EFT tapping. Have you ever heard of that? No. So it's really powerful and it's basically stands for emotional freedom technique. And it really, you start tapping on different points, like the side of your hand, above your eyebrows, under your eyes and on your collarbone. And so whatever you're going through in life, any situation, um, I you know, even though that person looked at me a certain way, I got a text that kind of triggered me and set me off when I wanted to be in a good mood or that person cut me off in traffic. <laughs> my, um, you know, my cousin said this to me, whatever it is, because I do feel like if you if anyone has anxiety or they overthink their mind naturally can just get so triggered so quickly. And so for me, you know, let's say um, my roommate texted me something. So I'll start off by saying, even though what my roommate said bugged me or annoyed me, triggered me, whatever, and then you go to collarbone, I know on the inside I'm still okay. And it's kind of a great way because you get more and more specific and you say, even though she probably 
didn't have, you know, bad intentions. She probably didn't really mean it. I know on the inside I'm still okay, even though I'm not that close with her. Like you kind of just dig yeah. dig deeper and rationalize with your mind instead of allowing your mind to just take off into no, she has it out. You know, she has yeah. it out for me. Because, <laughs> you know, most of the times, obviously, can overassume and overthink. Yeah. But that's just something that I've learned that's super powerful. And That's awesome. Yeah. I, I think that that's really good, too, because it takes you a second to really breathe and realize yes. what you're doing. Yeah. That's a big tool that I've used. I used to be, like, super quick. Like, what? I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's just like, now it's just like. Yeah. Like, I was out on Valentine's Day, and my neighbor my neighbor hates me. I'm moving out of my apartment <laughs> next week. And, like, he's like, I hear you singing. I hear you making videos. Your dog won't stop barking. Oh if we have these problems one more time, yeah. I'm calling the police. Yeah. And, like, I was at this very nice, expensive dinner with, with my girl, and um, I was like, bro, let's say I'm going off on this yeah. dude. And I was like, you know what? <sighs> yeah. Put my phone away. Yeah. And I just relax. And then I sent him a text. Hey, bro, sorry about that. Oh, you know, I'm moving yeah. out in a week. Yeah. I hope everything's good. You know, have a good day. So powerful. But, like, everything inside of me wanted to be like, bro, I'm going to beat your ass. Yes. See you. Like, yes. But it's just like can't be like that so that's a very good tool that i want to start to do that's cool thank you for sharing that yeah, yeah and it's just i mean one thing the tapping too really quick it just it reminds me that you know when you start tapping for long enough it allows your mind to kind of focus on something else and you kind of are you know you get out of your own head and you're like oh wait i'm tapping you know you're doing something that's why i think people when they have anxiety they can bite their nails or pull yeah. their hair or something like pick or itch because it's just it's an outlet and, and yeah. it's a really i always go like this yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, yeah. oh my gosh the cracking the yeah. <laughs> thing yeah. um and if we let's say because a lot of my audience members and fan base they're all teenagers and young adults and i get dms on the daily of just you know megan i'm struggling i, I want to follow my dreams or this person's being negative if we had a teenager calling in right now who felt like they were struggling in their life or they were at a place where they just needed an ounce of positivity to just help them kind of get that confidence back what would be your best advice I would say that you're beautiful and talented and amazing and that every single person is special in a certain way. Yeah. And no matter what anybody has to say about you, it doesn't really matter. It all yeah. matters about how you feel about yourself. Yeah. And um, don't listen to what anybody has to say. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. It really, like when you get older, it really, you look back at your childhood at, or being in high school, middle school and like, nothing really matters yeah like, all that doesn't matter so like just push through the bad times you're going through and know that good times are ahead yeah and that you can get through anything yeah. in your life yeah that's what i would have to say it's so powerful and i mean high school it's so true when you're in it it feels like your whole world and then when you get out of it you're like this is like two percent of the hundred percent of it's so <laughs> like, wild when you're in it, it's just like this is never going to end like oh my yes. god i have three more years of this oh it's yeah. everything but then you look back like whoa that was such a small, horrible time. And, like, yes, I will share something with you guys. Like, the coolest people in high school are the biggest losers when you get out. <laughs> like, bo bottom, bottom line. Like, everybody that I thought was so cool that we're doing so many great things, right. like, aren't doing anything. Well, it's just it's wild. School in general never, I think when you're younger, you kind of think it's going to dictate where you, like, your trajectory in life and where you're going to end up. But it really doesn't. Yeah. And I mean, I have a lot of opinions about school, but I think, you know, 
that's another story. Um, <laughs> and one last question. If you could say anything, you could sit down with young Chad, what would be your, you know, best piece of advice? Like, what would you want to say to your younger self? Work harder and don't give a what one person has to think or say about you at all because mm. it doesn't matter whatsoever. Yeah. That's the biggest thing I always fought with myself is like, I want to be cool. I want to do this because I'm going to impress somebody or yes. I want to do this to do yeah. this or do that. It's just like, no. Yeah. Like, just if, if I could go back in time, it would be focus, work harder on your dreams that you really want to do. Yes. And really don't care what anybody has to say about it. I Bottom line. It. That's yeah. the only thing. Like, yeah. So many people are so scared to like, go and sing or act or model or, or, or do yes. a podcast yes. or, or, or be an artist or just do anything in life because they think they're going to fail and they're worried about what other people are going to say about them. Well, what happens if, if, uh, if I don't make it? What happens if I right. fail? Everyone's right. going to make fun of me. Right. My, my, my parents are going to look digital. Like, who cares? It's your life. When, when you're yeah. 100 years old, you want to look back? Mm. Like, this is the thing that my dad taught me. My dad always wanted to be an actor and a singer. And when he passed away, he never got to do any of that. And it's just yeah. like, you do not want to be on your deathbed looking back at what you could have done, but you didn't because you were scared to jump and reach for your goals. Right. And it's just like, you can't do that. When I'm, when I'm, you know, hopefully I'd be 70, 80, we'll see. Uh, when you I'm will. 70 or 80 <laughs> years old, I want to look back and be like, holy shit. I did, I've I done did, yes, everything yes. I've ever wanted yeah. to do. Yeah. You lived a full life and, and you're just and like. It's, it's wild because I keep doing everything. Everything that I've always wanted to do, I keep doing. I want to be a pro skateboarder. I was a pro skateboarder. That's incredible. I wanted to be on TV. I was on TV. I wanted to be in commercials. I've done commercials. I wanted to model. I've done H&M, Urban Outfitters, Canada Goose, like all these big modeling things. I was like in Times Square and on billboards. Like, um, oh my I've, I've gone from that and it's like I wanted to do music and like sell out crowds, done that. Like I, I, my next step is I want to have platinum records and you will oh, to this day Speak, right now i'm telling it into you existence. i'm gonna have platinum records to this day one of my biggest goals is i want to perform at coachella i guarantee you, you i will one day you will and it's just like i know what i want in my life and i know what i'm gonna do yeah and i will never stop until i get it and it's like after this i want to start producing and directing movies and i'm oh gonna do gosh. that too i want to you know there's so much stuff i want to do and like when i'm old as hell i want to be like i've done everything i wanted yes. on this beautiful earth yes god take me to the next level baby because i'm ready to go and I will have Woo! no regret and I'll be ready to go. So that's oh, what that's what I want to do. Oh my gosh. So let's do Thank it. you for your positive yeah. energy, Chad. Oh my gosh. That just like fires me up. Let's go. <laughs> yes. You can do anything you want in this life. I know. It's so true. Amazing. It's literally a video game. Like you're in your mind, if you it's wild because I learned this method through my friend Jake Paul. In his bathroom, he has all these things written down about what he wants to do in his life. Yes. I want this. I want this. Yes. I want that. And every day when he takes a shower, he reads it. And he manifests it. And it works. When I was working at the coffee shop, I wrote a list of goals that I wanted to reach this yes. year. And it was a million followers on Instagram, a million on YouTube, yes. $100,000 in my bank yes. account. I, wanted, I want to own a car. Yes. I want this. I want that. Everything on the list I did. Insane. And now I have a new list. It's kind of wild. But That's I'm going to make it happen. Incredible. That's amazing. Yep, thank so, you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you for everyone for tuning in. We are reaching new heights, y'all. Thank you all so much. You can find me on Instagram at Megan W. Gallagher. And where can everyone find you, Chad? You can find me at 7-Eleven eating a hot dog after this. <laughs> no, you, can, uh, you can find me at Chad Tapper. Uh, go check out my music on Spotify. I have a brand new song I just put out yes. with Mod Sun. It's called 
hey, hey, hey. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys soon in your hometown because I'm going on tour. So love you guys so much. Thank you for everything. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Feel free to leave a review and subscribe to this podcast. I want to leave you all with this. Everything is happening for you, not to you.